Well, this is our last Mass of the five weeks that we've been spending with the books of Samuel and the first book of Kings. And it ends on a very sad note here in about the 11th or 12th chapter of, of Kings. I don't remember which it is. And we are now talking about how the kingdom is about to split as um, at Solomon's death. Uh, his son Rehoboam, this is the Books of Kings, lots of fun names, will be the king of the southern kingdom of Judah, but one of Solomon's servants, Jeroboam, who's sort of the featured star of our reading today, will lead a revolt to take the other ten tribes away to form the northern kingdom of Israel. And it's very strange to have this reading on this day that is a day of celebrating unity and getting along. No, I'm not talking about St. Valentine. St. Valentine is a completely different story who just is used by Hallmark. He was a guy who was beheaded and all this stuff for trying to get the emperor to become a Christian. But I'm talking about the saints we celebrate here who we think are slightly more important to Christianity. Cyril and Methodius. Cyril and Methodius were called the Apostles to the Slavs. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about them in our homily, but Cyril invented the Cyrillic alphabet. Um, and the two of them really were very active in, in bringing people in the Balkans to Christianity. And last but not least, they are patron saints of the reunification efforts between Catholics and Orthodox. Chapters 11 and 12, by the way, I just checked, this was from both 11 and 12 today, from the first book of Kings, tell of the division of the United Kingdom of Israel. And the rest of the two books of Kings tell of the tragedies that befall these nations. There are a few bright spots, such as the prophets Elijah and Elisha, who we'll hear from when we get back to ordinary time in June, and Kings Hezekiah and Josiah. But for the most part, it is a story of apostasy, idolatry, intrigue, deceit, murder, war, and regicide. How could God's people become so divided, so contrary to the precepts that they had received in the covenant? Well, people might ask the same thing of us Christians today. Jesus prayed that we may all be one. And yet there are now over 40,000 denominations within Christianity. And many of those divisions, as we know too well in Tennessee, are filled with hatred and deceit. It's so sad. We actually had two people this year who, were, who feel called to become Catholic, but they know that their families would disown them. And so... They know that at this time that I, I agree with them. This is not the time for them to become Catholic. And it's so sad that our divisions have led to this. As First and Second Kings and also First Corinthians attest, there is part of our human nature that seeks out divisions. Is it the desire that we want to be right? That we want to be in charge? that we don't want to consider the needs of people who are different from us? It is a tendency in us to want to divide, 
even though we know we are called to unity. Back in March of 2008, I had the privilege to go to Rome for a week to celebrate the 150th anniversary of the founding of the Paulist Fathers. And our first full day on pilgrimage was truly one of the most amazing days of my life. And it wasn't because of the things that were planned, but the things that were unplanned that happened, where I got to see the Paulist charism being carried out. As we were having our reconciliation service to begin, the Cardinal Prefect of St. Mary Major came and spoke to us. You've probably heard of him. His name is Bernard Law, a man who has been reviled for what responsibility he may have had for the priest abuse scandal in Boston when he was cardinal there. But it was really a call for me to think about what is my understanding of how we are to be in unity with people who have done things that we think are quite wrong. And then we walked down the street to visit the Redemptorists. The Paulists were founded by five men who were basically kicked out of the Redemptorists. But the Redemptorists were there waiting for us with open arms, and we had a wonderful celebration and asked for their blessing. And then that afternoon, we toured San Clemente. San Clemente is where the house, we believe, of the first century Pope Clement was. On top of that is a fifth century church, and on top of that is a 12th century church. And in it are buried, we believe, St. Cyril, and Methodius. And in that second level of the church, the fifth level church, which is extremely dark, there is lighting on a series of plaques that have been gifted to the Roman Catholic Church in the last few years, celebrating the thousandth anniversary of Cyril and Methodius from all the various Orthodox churches. And so we decided, on the spur of the moment, to pray there for Christian unity and really a sense of the Paulist charisms of evangelization, proclaiming the gospel, reconciliation, overcoming divisions, and ecumenical work sort of coming together in a very powerful way. And, you know, Christian unity might not be as impossible to achieve as we think. The Catholic Orthodox dialogue happening at the international level and at national levels, has really made a lot of progress in the last 30 years. Most of us 30 years ago would have said that the biggest division between Catholics and Orthodox was about the creed. The Catholics added three words to the creed without consulting their Orthodox brothers. In Latin, it's one word, filioque. And with, I'm sorry, it's, it's four words. And with the son is what we say in English. But we've learned that is not the sticking point, that that actually is a very minor thing that Catholics and Orthodox are ready to work through. It is actually about understanding the role of the Pope. And John Paul II has led the way in saying that he is open to talking about the role of the Pope changing, that could the role of the Pope be redesigned, rethought, if that is the sticking point between our Eastern and Western brothers and sisters, we have to keep working. 
It is hard work. It goes against that tendency in us to want to divide. May we all be one as Jesus prayed.